All right, kids, it's time for Live in the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music, sponsored by Late Gig Productions, lategig.com. This week's recording artist, well, I don't know. There's so many things that could be said. So we'll just say the things that need to be said. Oh, that was such a radio guy thing to say. Biff Naked is an international recording artist, poet, writer, troublemaker, nice girl, dishwasher, martial artist, ballerina, straight edger, tree hugger, bare knuckle fighter, Canadian citizen, and middle daughter. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I am so happy to have this young lady in the studio because, I don't know, I think she's a walking anomaly. We're going to go with that. Does that work for you, Biff? What do you think? Walking anomaly? Are you happy with that title? I'm happy to be here. You're okay. just happy? I'm just happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here. This is exciting. This is amazing. You don't know. Well, we lived in a basement in Oakville for three months. Did you really? Well, we looked for a home here. Yeah. So just down the street, like in walking distance, past the Catholic high school, mm-hmm. there was me in the basement over in a house. Parents, <laughs> please make a note of that. But yeah, we love it out here. So it's fun to come back and nice to see you guys. And Do you know you were on our show in, t- what did I say, Tim? 2009, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. We did a phone interview? Yeah, just a phoner. I remember. A wee little phoner. Yeah. It was lovely. It was awesome. I, I felt, was in my living room. I felt quite quite connected to you. Uh, my dogs were still alive. What? Yes. Well, because they were very old. Your dogs were old in 2009, and now they're dead. Yes. See, I can write songs it too. It happened exactly. <laughs> I have a I have a picture gallery in my in my bathroom in my powder room. Yeah. It's called the Wall of the Dead Dogs. <laughs> and in every theological book known to man, and probably some that I don't know yet. Did you inherit those all- from your dad? No, I was a book collector before I met my husband. Right. Uh, and when we moved here, I had to actually donate and get rid of over 400 books because we just physically couldn't take them all. I, I just did thousands, the same thing. A thousand. It was so hard to part it with was. them. It was. Because I feel like, smart by osmosis just having all those. Well, and it's like some of them are collector's things. Like, do I really need um, emergency room forensics? Do oh, I yes. need a picture book that says that, yes. that I spent money on in, yes. a, in a university totally. bookstore? Do I really need that? Have you heard of the book, The Woman Who Swallowed the Toothbrush? It's about a bizarre... See, now I'm already wanting Bizarre to emergency room I love scenarios. It. I love it. I love it. Do you know... And now I can buy it probably on digital. <laughs> but that's why I got all rid of my stuff, too. I, yes. don't, I, don't want, I don't want stuff. That's right. I don't know why I got all whiny there. <laughs> I like it, though. Um, so when was the last time you received a church pinch? A church pinch from my mother? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Probably a long time ago. I would say, yeah, because I'm, I find the older I get, the more, uh, the more lovey-dovey, affectionate, and well-behaved I am with my mother. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The older I get, the more... You cut her some slack I'm these very, days? I'm just like, I'm the worst. I'm coddling and neat and needy and gushy and kissy. Nice. Yeah, so I don't get church pinches too much anymore, but I, I was, I gave them to my Maltese a lot. <laughs> really? Oh yes, in the dog park, he was terribly demonstrative. You know, you have this uh, reputation, and what I want to know is, are you happy with the reputation you have? Because you worked hard at getting this reputation, but yet you didn't work that hard. It's just who you are. So now that you're at this point in your life, which just made you sound like you're seventy nine. Um, are you happy with the reputation you have? I don't really know what reputation I have. I think that uh, I think people uh, 
mostly who don't know me think I'm a rocker. If they just see me in the summer with no sleeves on, they think I'm a convict. Ah, uh, really? If they often, often, and you know now it's now it bugs me because tattoos are very, uh, very uh, fashionable. Yes. And, People now get tattoos on their faces. Yeah, teardrop. And I grew up with uh, a generation of tattoo artists who refused to do knuckles, hands, and faces. They just didn't do it. Why? It was a policy. I think that it was like felons, you know, that wanted oh. that or whatever the case okay. was. And now, of course, if you're a DJ, really, you know, or something, you need to get these uh, you facial have, tattoos. Yeah. And I think it's because people don't age anymore. They don't think that their face is ever going to change and that the tattoo isn't going to like yeah. look different yeah. or whatever they think. Well, I ask this because the last time you were on the show, on the same show, we had Justin Bieber's mom. And uh, Justin, I, yes, we're actually using the words Justin Bieber in the same interview as um, Biff Naked. With good family. Good, but, lovely but family. I know. So the, he grew up with the Jesus stuff. Yep. Right? You grew up with the Jesus stuff, with a dose of Hindu. Yes. And um, poor Justin, you know, I don't know, had some tough, he had a tough go. Did you, were you like just a rebellious rat bag? Like when was the, uh, when were you the worstest, real well, word? Well, my father, uh, may he rest in peace. I know he, he is resting in peace because he believed God was a woman, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> my father used to call me a cherry picker. Huh. And said that I cherry picked with theology. And oh, I sure. Well, we all do that. Oh, I'm nuts. Yeah. Because he said, whatever suited me, I thought, well, I'm going to take a little bit from Taoism. And I like the Buddhists. They think this. And, you know, I'm really into the cows and the Hindus, how they think. Hare Krishna, I like the songs, yeah, you yeah. know. So, and, and all this stuff. And then I keep getting married in the United Church. Third time's a charm. Never give up. This yep. is my husband, Snake, here, uh, who was baptized a Catholic but married me in a United Church. So we're happy about that. Wow, you guys got it um, all covered, man. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. And I always said, I always said to my mom, you know, Mom, the... The Buddhists would love you if yeah. you ever want to defect, you know, <laughs> if you want to be a Buddhist, I want to tell you. And this was when I was young uh, because Christianity yeah. for me had a bad reputation yeah. when I was a rebel, when I was in my early 20s. And my parents, of course, were missionaries. My, my grandfather was a, a preacher in South Dakota. And it was like, I was like, no way, I'm a punk rock. We're into Hare Krishna. We're Krishna punks, all this stuff. Krishna punk. And then what... Uh, what turned out, just as I, I guess, matured and evolved and just really met lots of cool people, regardless of whether they were Hindu, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, anything, and then kind of went, I don't know, I kind of think there's one guy and that we all go and talk to the same guy. Yeah. You know, and so I think over time I have uh, become the unrebel rebel. I don't know. That was the best answer ever. Oh, good heavens. I hope so. The best answer ever. Um, Let's just go with the introduction a little bit more. There's a stunning gentleman to your left. Yes. Can you just, he's looking around for who this stunning gentleman is. Can you just share a little bit with our listeners of who this dude is? Well, it's an interesting story about how I met Steve. I call him Snake because I wanted all my friends to be afraid of him. Uh, after I, I went through a couple things in a row in my life where I was like, I had a career for 25 years, then I had a little dance with breast cancer for a couple years, and almost immediately, possibly resultantly, I can't say, uh, I went through a divorce that was quite terrible. I had decided, I'm cool. I don't ever need to date again. I'm good. You know, I was in my 40s. I was like, I'm done. And then I met him. He walked through the door, 
And uh, literally, literally, I think that I honestly heard the angels sing. It's like everything stopped, and I tried to give him my apple. And my band was with me at the time. They were like, why are you acting weird? I do have that effect. You yes. do. And yeah. he was uh, my guitar player, uh, JD, was his childhood best friend. So JD brought him in uh, to the room, and, and we hung out and stuff. And, and then we, we kind of fell for each other and started dating and it was a bit clandestine because we didn't want, you know, my guitar player or my band to know because he was their friend. And uh, of course, everyone eventually found out. And this is fun and funny. And then JD, <laughs> the big move that yeah, bus. It was like, and it was, yeah, it was really cool. It was like a whole year almost. And then JD passed away quite suddenly. And uh, Steve and I both gave the eulogy at, at one of his memorials, and it was. You know, I'm a public speaker. Meanwhile, I fell apart completely. I couldn't even talk. And he was amazing, this pillar of strength. And uh, there was, it, it seemed like the right path for him to play guitar yeah. accompanying me from that point on because no one else, uh, I, I didn't want to be with anyone else to play. And so it, it, it was really meant to be. It you know, was, all I wanted to know was, what is his name? <laughs> I, just, I just, I can't say I enough about this young man. <laughs> I cannot say enough about this young man. You're yeah. funny. Hey, can you do a wee tune? Because I happen to uh, know that there's someone with a guitar in the room. Yes. We would love to do So what, what are we doing here, kids? Sure, let's do Tango Shoes. This is a, a fun song about... Uh, um, feeling um, confidence, finding your confidence in whatever form it comes in. Beautiful. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, the one and only Biff Naked. See myself 
Naked on the Drew Marshall Show. Man, that is delightful. Thank you. Delightful. Can I just say, uh, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. A lot of your music reminds me of um, of, of someone else that I know. Do you know? Uh, do you hang, oh, wow. For some reason, I'm like not working my lips right now. Saida Baba Taliba. Sate. Have you heard of her? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's the state of Sate is a new kind of thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. just going going off big time. And, and to, for you guys to kind of do something together would be good. And Ooh. the last time, again, I keep referring to the last time you're on the show, I said that you and Strombo should do something together. Have Fine. you guys figured out a way to work together? Well, we just moved here. <laughs> I know. So, uh, we have you knocked on his door yet? On the West Coast. No. Okay. Yeah, not yet. I think that they're doing, he and Mishimi were doing a TV show. Okay. I think. Uh, is it the detective? I don't know. I don't know. I have no yeah, idea. I no idea. So. I just think they're you know, yes. good well, combination there. Bless. And Tal Backman says hello. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah, lovely person. Lovely person. Great writer. His dad I just did a show with. Where? And that was so fun. Uh, for CTV, it was the Pop Life with Richard Krause. Oh, okay. And that Richard, good guy. Loads of fun. Yeah. yeah. Lovely person. Yeah. yeah. Richard's been on the show before. I, I just took all the time in the world for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, live in the studio here with a little thing we call Live on TDMS. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music, sponsored by Late Gig Productions. Uh, Biff, I have many, many, many questions for you, and I would like to start off with this particularly bizarre question. I love it. (laughs) Good. Abandoned, kidney failure, heart surgery, divorce, multiple, breast cancer, estrogen sensitivity, and an overectomy. Oh, yeah. Why are you not writing country music? (laughs) Well, you know what? Every song we've ever done... Uh, we've written with acoustic guitar and vocal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am a big fan of country music, actually. But but have you ever oh, uh, see? Here's yeah. again. I remember you saying, "Why not me? I'm oh, glad. Yeah. I'm glad this stuff has happened to me and not my mom, for example." Oh, yeah. Which is the number one soundbite that I remember that it made me completely snake. Don't beat me up. Fall in love with you, because who says that? Well, and it's actually evolved as I became... The best thing about me having breast cancer was it brought me into volunteering. And uh, I would never have had those opportunities had I not had cancer. So I'm so grateful every day uh, that I get to meet these patients and work with them. Some of them are so terrified uh, from MRIs that I go, where is the science that I can't do their MRI for them? Because I love MRIs. I take naps. There's a sound that goes, meh, meh. In the machine, I love it. Wow. You know, uh, I'm not terrified. S- Snake, I love do you everything. snore like that? Maybe because that would help. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's laughing at me. But I mean, I just think that uh, why not me? You know, I'm yeah. good at I'm good at being a patient. I love hospitals. I love 
science and uh and i get a kick out of it oh. i have a captive audience and the nurses i get to tell jokes <laughs> yeah, you know it. i torture them that's it i wish that i could uh could do everyone's treatment for them okay here is uh, i want to confess a little ignorance so the straight edge thing just means you look bad but you're not <laughs> no what actually what what that was for me when i was in my early 20s <clears throat> Uh, a lot of my heroes in music were identifying as straight edge. And in the punk rock uh, kind of music scene, uh, straight edge meant that they didn't participate in alcohol or drugs or smoking. Yeah. And it was a bit, uh, it was very lefty to be a straight edge person because yeah. it's easy enough for someone to say, yeah, I don't eat, I don't eat meat and I don't drink alcohol and I do all these things. You know, and then to to say that they're straight edge, they're really actually making a, a bit of a socio political statement. Right. So I identified with that. Okay, but That's here's that here's help me understand why your tribe turned on you for taking chemo for your breast cancer. Uh well, you know, in Canada and a lot of other places, uh, there is a law that means that they need to test medicine before they give it to people. And it's really, you know, in, in plain terms, that's, it's really that simple. So to make it, there's a law in Canada that says before we put something into a human, we're gonna uh, try it out on animals first. And that's why your tribe got up in your grill about yes. you taking chemo? plain and simple. And also, and, and you know, fair enough. And I, I really had to weigh, there's a lot of women that I volunteer with who do not do chemo and they, they wanna go holistic. I can't give them any reaction. I have to stay neutral even if I want to, you know, uh, fearfully shake them and say, you need to do everything yeah. to, to stay alive. Yeah. My parents, I owed it to them to, to do everything that my really smart academic parents wanted me to do. And that was do everything possible to, to try and survive. And so I did the chemo. And in, again, in hindsight, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Having that experience, understanding what that's like for people and being able to now, as a volunteer, do peer-to-peer -peer support with that knowledge really has made me a better volunteer. You're exhausting. <laughs> yeah, ask my husband. Yes. <laughs> Look at his face. He just went, you have no idea. He didn't even word it. I saw it in his eyes. You have no idea. After a while, it's just buzzing. Going yeah, on. yeah. Uh, it's like airplane noise. Yeah. White noise. <laughs> no, he, has, just, he has just selective kidding. hearing. Just kidding. Kidding. Well, we all do. That's yeah. called being a male. That's, that's, the, okay. that's the chromosome in us, man. And I accept that. Yeah. yeah. We, we have uh, the ability to call up enormous amounts of earwax at certain points in our <laughs> lives, right? Yes. Certain moments. Blame that's it on the true. wax. Right. Blame it on the I wax. Think that's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Um, how do we segue from blame it on the wax to, hey, can you do another song? <laughs> well, let's do another song. What do you want to do? Let's do Never Alone. Okay, let's do this song. What's it called? It's called Never Alone. and uh, Is it, it about was... being never alone? Yeah, it's about <clears throat> basically trying to lend support to a girl who felt like she had no one to turn to in the world. Excellent. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Biff Naked. Pride. A little 
little determination will ease your pain inside. Let me tell you that you're never alone. You're never alone. and just completely choked. Oh, I did last weekend. I drive oh. him crazy. <laughs> there's a song, there's a couple songs that we play. Oh, yeah, okay. no, I cry all the time. <laughs> I find you? that I start crying all the time. <laughs> sometimes during right. the rock show, sometimes during the acoustic show, lots during the acoustic show. Yeah. Um, often we do our acoustic show, I'll get uh, people coming to those concerts who wouldn't normally come to our hard rock shows. Right. I get lots of uh, women who have battled breast cancer. Okay. And uh, I always have time for them. We always, I'm there, I keep his sorry butt there for two hours after his show so I can meet everybody must personally. It must be love, and, man. Uh, yeah. And hug everyone, do selfies, because nobody wants autographs anymore. They want a picture. Yeah. Uh, and I'll never say no, so. Oh, wait, I want autographs. I had Carla Collins sign my chest once. Wow. Ooh, fancy. I, yeah. Very fancy. Carla and my, you know, oh, here's the thing. You need to get on Humble and Fred show. We've done we just, it. Did, like, when? Two yes. Weeks ago. Was it two weeks it was ago? A couple weeks ago? And that's that? just down nice. the street for it us. Was so it was a terribly fun. rainy day. Otherwise, we would have walked. And they have a very Text nice Humble. dog. They have a very nice dog there. <laughs> what do you want to say? 
You are a dirtbag. I can't believe you had Biff naked on the show and didn't tell me about it. I hate your guts. Ready to send it? Yes. <laughs> Consider it done. Wow. I love that. I think you can change the voice on, on those phones. I'm not sure. I don't have mine enabled. I don't know how to use it. I'm a bit afraid. Um, <laughs> so we have a new release from Biff Naked. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that new release. So Hotbox Girls is uh, the second release that we've done in the last six months, um, kind of leading up to our uh, record, which will be out in the fall. We're going to do a national tour here in Canada. And we've been recording songs uh, for this particular project for... I don't know, a year and a half, and we have this bank of songs, and we just kind of decided it's time to start releasing them. Yeah. You know, the, <clears throat> the way people consume music is very different today sure. than it was when I started anyway. Um, now it's easier for artists in many ways to get uh, their music exposed and, and to get out there, but it's more difficult <clears throat> because music's definitely not a revenue source unless you're like, I don't know. Who, a, a big, a big American oh, artist. <laughs> uh, you know, can we uh, not, so not name a revenue again? source? So it really forces, uh, it really forces artists to yeah. to just embrace their art yeah. and just be grateful and uh, and go make music and, and enjoy it. How old are you? I'm very old. I'm in my I'm in my late forties now. This is and why I my wanted, husband shows me a fortieth birthday party every year. Good for you. Nice. You go, girl. Yeah, he throws me. And um, when I turn 50, he'll throw but me a 50th he, but every year. First of all, was it improper of me to ask that? No. Okay. Because I didn't think you would care. I've not, no. I don't know, Tim, have I ever asked a female performer that I, that question? Generally, no. Thank you. You can ask me anything. That's why I I'm felt a different okay with generation, it. I know. Though. Yeah, but you're not, you're not a, a snowflake, are you? Well. You're not a snowflake. No, and that's, a, and that's tricky, too. You're not because, a millennial. Because it's okay if someone is a snowflake uh, because it's their right to feel, feel that way. See, and Drew? that's the language we need to, to use. And I also tell this to my husband. What, exactly. It is difficult uh, sometimes because it seems like this uh, world, and it's not even just a generational thing, because you can't really pin it on millennials anymore. No. It, it really is the political correctness of the day yeah, yeah. and the usage of language and how we behave and interact in society. It's a bit uh, delicate. A bit delicate, which is why I thank the Lord every night before I go to bed, <laughs> and I'm on my knees with my baby uh, Jesus hands like uh. this. For Bill Burr. Yes, okay, very funny. Um, here, very funny. I want you to pick one of these songs, okay. Biff Naked. If you had to listen to one of these songs on repeat. On repeat. You ready? Yes. I don't even know how to say this one. Non, je ne regret rain. Oh, that's a very nice one, Edith Piaf. Edith, Edith Piaf. I very should have just famous. said that one. Okay, yeah. number two, Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil. Oh, I love that song, too. Number very three. Very fun, very fun. Chopping. Etude op ten no oh, three see. in yep, E major. Yep. Chopin, yeah. very nice. Slayer, Angel of Death. Oh, see, these are all very. I have them all on my iPod. CC Winans, fill my cup. Oh, see, I'm a big CC fan. <coughs> oh, and fill my cup is actually a very good warm up song. I wish I could have that low alto that she had. Madonna, get into the groove. Right. I mean, come <laughs> right? on. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Kiss, rock and roll all night. Oh my wow. gosh, Kiss is my husband's favorite band. Forever was one of our wedding songs. Um, 
Mastodon, Blood and Thunder. So good. I can actually airbase every single note. I can airbase every note of that song. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, Joy and Pain. So good. Joy and Pain. Here Sunshine we go. Here we go. Yeah. And Rain. Yep. Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah. Oh, come on. You're just like, all you're doing is listing my favorite songs in the entire universe right now. So pick one. Oh, my gosh. You I even can, forgot I the question, didn't you? I can only pick one yes, song. Yes, one. I would say. You couldn't do Joy and Pain on repeat all day. I could, though. Really? Ask him. <laughs> I could do anything on repeat. You know what? Out of all of those songs, Choose I'm going to tell you for yep. sure that I think that the song that makes me the happiest, really and truly, uh-huh. even though I'm leaning towards CC, yeah. uh, is actually Mastodon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, he Steak's wants. Gone. My husband wants it's me to pick kiss. Yeah, right he now. wants me to pick kiss. But because I can air bass every note, and then I can like Snoopy dance, basically Snoopy dance, right? Because it's so fun to mastodon. But my husband is a kiss collector. He collects yeah. kiss. I have a kiss pinball machine in my home. So and uh, can we just bond on kiss for a second? Yeah. I'd love to. Okay. So uh, I was. I saw them first time. Not too long ago at Rama. Because I just, I never, That's I right. got it, okay? Dude, when the incendiary, incendiary devices went off, my shirt moved. Yes. Like it sucked the wow. oxygen out of the room. So did, uh, it, the same thing happened when Gene Simmons' wife walked into the studio, into yes. the, into the yes. casino Rama. Yes. I'm down in L.A. visiting some friends, and I see a beautiful killer painting of um, oh, Delta Blues Man. What's his name? Um Bob. No, come on. The Delta Blues guy from uh, Crossroads. What's his name? Steve Vai. No, no, no. He played all the, all the music. Robert Steve Johnson. Vai. Robert Johnson, right? Ralph Macchio. Beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful painting of Ralph Macchio. <laughs> so I see, this, I see this Robert Johnson painting on the wall. It's killer painting. And I go, man, that's amazing. Who painted that? He said, oh, that's my son-in-law. Okay. I go over to the painting and look at the bottom. Paul Stanley. Yeah, Paul is an amazing painter. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I mean, oh, he's had a lot of practice. Yeah, Ma- makeup <laughs> well, artist. Yes. Yeah. He's circling yeah. his face Very on the radio. Anyway, true story. My wife has never seen Kiss live before, so. Okay, now I'm and leaving. And the true story is, when my husband started dating me, he had never actually heard a Biff Naked song in his life. Yeah, but that's that's a that's a good end. I would have used that line on you too. Yeah, we got a winner over. It works. <laughs> it worked. No, actually, I'm sorry. It bit, bit, what is it again? That's right. Yeah, it worked. Uh, a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a lot That's of nice. fun, man. That's nice. Just cruel human yeah. beings. I okay. love this. I cook. I do the cooking. Biffnaked.com. <laughs> That's the website. That's right. I'm the cook. <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, it's getting too tender. Um, this is live on the Drew Marshall Show. They're going to go out with one more little tune. But just before they do, I, I have a couple of questions that are that I want to ask you again. Chicken pox. Ready? Chicken pox. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it goes, chicken pox equals ice cream. Cancer equals blank. So when you were young, you got chicken pox, and you equated that with getting ice cream. I did. That was the upside. Every pox was infected. You are an irritating optimist. Yes. I love it. So chicken pox equals ice cream. Cancer equals... Dark chocolate and all of it. Giddyo dark chocolate. Yeah, there you go. Giddyo.com. There you go. Are you a dark chocolate junkie? 
Yeah, because it is vegan because it has no dairy. Yeah. So I think that there, it's probably high in antioxidants is what they do say. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be more healthful. All of these things, I'm not sure. I think people who like wine like to have it with yes, wine. Yes, yes, yes. I would highly recommend keep going even with Baker's chocolate. It's still healthier. Oh, what is wrong Yeah, it's you? delicious. <laughs> Just okay. go for so, it. So uh, chicken pox equals ice cream. Cancer equals dark chocolate. Nickelback equals... Um... Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, um, Nickelback equals uh, po- popcorn because I love popcorn. Can I can I fill in the blank? Because you'll never do this. Oh. Nickelback equals Juno. Oh. Yeah. They. How I know. were you not bitter? Well, because they had they had a more popular record. Dude. But you know what? I was so happy to just that. be nominated as the only. Female, female in yeah. the category. Well done. So that I could have died happy anyway. Never say never. Yeah. So, um, have you ever had? And like growing up with the Jesus parents, the Michos, as the Australians I, I call had them, a great time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you have, did anyone ever say to you, you know, you have a hole in your heart and you need to fill it with Jesus? But you did. You actually just filled it with a little mesh umbrella, though. That's right. My implant. Yeah. And it doesn't set off metal detectors. But the man who put my implant in, Dr. David Wood, who's a cardiologist in Vancouver, came into my hospital room where my kidney had failed. They thought my cancer came back. And I thought, thank God, I'm tired. Uh, But no, of course, I didn't croak. And he said to me when I was in a bit of a haze from sedatives uh, because of hospital, not because I took them. <clears throat> constipating, by the way. Anyhow, oh, so constipating. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, he he looked at me. But you know what God <laughs> says? Like super- God says, love your enemas. <laughs> that, I like that. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. He, he looked at me and he said, I wake up every day. And I know that all I want to do with my life is <laughs> oh, no. fill holes. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, and he meant hard holes right. to me. Yes. And I found him. <laughs> Uh, incredibly handsome and yes. so he operated on me yeah. and here's the thing that yes. people don't understand always they don't have to crack your chest anymore no they go up through your leg vein. did you watch I was wide awake for the whole thing oh. and let me assure you if you have an opportunity <clears throat> in fact again I would like to be your surrogate if you need heart surgery because it was such a great time for me. I made plans. I said, God, if yeah. I survive this surgery I am gonna a clean, clean my car, my car. <laughs> Yes. I did. And and change my dentist. Yes. Oh yeah. Was the the two things I wanted to do. Wow. And I did both of those things and uh and William Shatner was playing uh the music of William Shatner was playing right. the whole surgery and I really thought that it was the best one of the most was cool it, experiences was I've it ever spoken had. Spoken word? Uh no, I don't I don't think what's, so. What's there was rocket music. Man. Rocket Man, that's right. Yeah, there right. was music playing, but it I think was, it's going to it be was so a much long fun. long time. Yeah, yes. it was so much fun. I loved it. I would do it again if I could. Can you recite any of your million-dollar TV spoken word piece? Oh, my gosh. I wonder if I could. Hmm. It was like, oh, gosh, million-dollar TV. It was like from Granada. Granada TV. Yeah, it was. I never. Because you, you, you rented a TV, it didn't you? Or it was a oh, yeah, from Granada. Yeah. When, rent to own. Rent yes. to own. And I gave it actually to my, to my good friend, Angela Creamer, who was my drum tech. And who now is a uh, a hairdresser over on Dundas, and lives here and just got a new puppy, and that's how full circle it is. Squirrel. And she doesn't have, <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't have my million dollar TV anymore either. Okay, which is easier for you to write, right? Which would be easier for you to write, a song about your kid sister and the dynamics between her and your thirteen year old niece, 
Oh, boy. Or a song inspired by Irving Layton poetry. Wow. One's dirty, one's clean. Yep. Easy. So, um, I don't know. They're both... The thing about writing songs that's so cool is you can enshroud all of your real things you want to say in flowery metaphors. Mm. So nobody actually has to get mad at you. (laughs) And I think that's really great. I should try that more often, Tim. (laughs) Less people get mad at me. Let's go out with a tune from Biff Naked with the Snake Meister on guitar. Beautiful little tailor. I've not seen a body on a tailor like that. The uh, the colors, they're usually very natural, right? They're usually uh, James Taylor hug a tree-ish. Yes. <laughs> James Taylor hug a tree. Yeah. Anyway, I like that guitar. Very nice. it's, uh, it was a limited edition that came out um, about four years ago. Okay. Don't, don't look at me, guitar boy. And, yeah. Uh, here it is today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> lovely moment brought to you by we Snake and Drew. <laughs> uh, Biff, what are we going to do? Take us out, man. You know what? Man. This is my favorite song always to play, and it's called Lucky. Beautiful. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, the one and only Biff Naked. Say
Way to finish. Strong finish. Strong finish. Well done. Thank so good you. to have you guys. A lot of fun. It's, it's, uh, you're, you're kind of nice people. Um, thank you for making the big drive out here. I thank wish you. you the best in your Toronto endeavors. We love it. We just love it. And uh, it'll be great. I'd love, I actually would very much like to see you perform live. It's Some people, you no, know, but here's the thing. I get spoiled with what, what happens here. Sure. And I kind of go, oh, that's good. And then I don't go to the gig, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the gig will have a totally different, I want to go see you live. So. And it's a uh, Cosmo Fest is daytime. Yeah. It's uh, June the 2nd. It's a Saturday. It's free. Okay, Cosmo Music. Yep. It's free. Yeah, out really? in Richmond Hill. Really? It's free. Come on out. But that doesn't help me because I, I like to get media comps. Ah, you probably <laughs> still get Well, them. we can pretend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll give you something. Uh, napkin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's near you. Um, listen, I I wish you, I do, I wish you the best. I'm not going to say any more mushy stuff, so we'll, we'll get out you. of this right now. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Biff Naked. Live on the Drew Marshall Show.